The reviews are in. It's the best thing I have ever tasted in my life. This is the best thing that's happened in my life, even better than my wedding. That's what everyone has to say about Man Cave Light, the official beer of the Dan Casper Show and the Man Cave Podcast. Try it for yourself, and you will know exactly why people say it's like sipping a little bit of heaven. Man Cave Light is available on tap at the bar in High V. You can also grab a crawler or six and take some Man Cave Light home with you. So go try your new favorite beer, Man Cave Light, today, and you will know exactly why one reviewer said, I cry tears of joy every time i have one family owned and operated toys and ford is proud to serve the drivers of the chippewa valley with some of the most popular vehicles around wisconsin and the country they're committed to giving drivers from across the area the best in customer service with a top-notch selection of brand new vehicles to choose from as well as an extensive inventory of pre-owned crossover suv and trucks plus with their expert finance service and part centers in-house they strive to be your one-stop dealership for all of your automotive needs visit them today at 1000 chippewa crossing boulevard in chippewa Falls. Hello, friends. You've now entered the Man Cave Podcast, unplugged and unfiltered. This is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other items, like, is Bigfoot real? Who is the best Batman? You're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place, Dan Casper. So welcome to the Man Cave, and stick around for a while. You're going to like it here. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. I am your host, Dan Casper. Appreciate you checking out uh, the Man Cave Podcast. Uh, In this episode, we're kind of going a little bit of a different route. Anybody who knows me or have listened to this pod or or maybe the radio show for a while knows I have an affinity for history, especially sports history. I have a minor in college from history, and uh, I've always thought it would be so cool to teach like a a sports history class or, or to do something with it. I love telling the story, and I love learning about uh, history, sports history, that sort of thing. So I was trying to, and like I I love documentaries. I always said a goal of mine would have would always be like to to make a documentary. I thought about that even since I was in college, but yeah, don't know if that'll ever happen. So I'm like, how can I maybe accomplish that goal. And I thought, you know what? Got a podcast here. I've got some stuff on my brain. I've got some stories to tell. I've done some research in that. So why not tell some of these stories on the Man Cave podcast? So for this first one, let's call this, I've got a quick story to tell. Uh, for, for this first one, I'm going to highlight Cub Buck. And let me backtrack here a little bit. There's a lot of stories a lot of sports stories that we don't know about or, or many people don't know about, especially if, you, if you're listening to like in Eau Claire, where we're at right now, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. There's a lot of history around here. We all know a lot of it for, for baseball, but there's some interesting football connections, specifically with like the Packers right here in, in the Eau Claire area. So I wanted to kind of focus on, on some of the, the stories or the the nuggets, sports nuggets, or or anything like that that maybe isn't widely known or widely popular or doesn't get told enough. So in this first series of 
I've got a quick story to tell. I'm focusing on Cub Buck, who was born and raised in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, played high school football in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, but he was also one of the first great Green Bay Packers and the first head coach for the Miami Hurricanes football team. That's right. It's an interesting and fascinating story that many people probably don't know about anymore. So let's get at it. Here is the quick story of Howard Cub Buck. Howard Pierce Buck, or perhaps better known by his nickname Cub, was born on August 7, 1892. Born and raised in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, he excelled in athletics while in high school. Buck was named to Wisconsin's all-state prep team as a center, and because of his football talents, that helped lead him to play football at the University of Wisconsin from 1913 to 1915. Buck was a massive player for his time. His height was at 6 feet, and he weighed between 260 and 290 pounds during his playing days. A perfect player to play on the line of scrimmage on both offense and defense. While manning the tackle position for Wisconsin, Buck never missed a game in his three years of college football. He was named a team captain, and he was selected to the Western Conference team three times and a second-team All-American selection in 1915. After graduating, Buck became an assistant coach for Wisconsin in 1916. He also started his professional playing career that same year, playing for the Canton Bulldogs. However, he played under the alias Moriarty because his parents didn't want him playing football, but especially not on Sundays. So, Buck coached during the week and for the college games on Saturdays, then traveled to play in the Bulldogs games on Sundays. One of Buck's teammates on those Canton Bulldogs teams was Jim Thorpe. Wildly regarded as one of the best football players ever and best athletes ever, Thorpe at one time called Buck the greatest lineman he had ever played with or against in his career. At the age of just 25, Buck was named the head football coach and athletic director at Carleton College in 1917, while still continuing to play for the Canton Bulldogs through 1920. It was the end of 1920 where Buck's chapter with the Green Bay Packers would begin. On November 28, 1920, Cub Buck played his first game for the Packers and lined up as a right guard against the Milwaukee Lapham Athletic Club. This was the Packers' last game of the season. On September 14, 1921, the Appleton Post-Crescent reported the signing of Cub Buck to the Green Bay Packers. This was big news for a couple of reasons. The Packers were just accepted into the APFA or the NFL as you know it, less than three weeks earlier. This was also Curly Lambeau's first big signing. And at the time, it wasn't cheap. Cub Buck reportedly received $100 per game. Pro Football Hall of Famer Red Grange once said about the move that Curly Lambeau signed Buck because he was, quote, a great football player and also for his box office value. Buck also agreed to coach the Packers line, but the Packers weren't his only job that he had at that time. He was also serving as an assistant coach at Lawrence University and was the executive director of the Boy Scouts in Appleton. In 1922, the University of Indiana announced that Cub Buck was going to be their new head coach. But Buck, he had a change of heart, and he remained with the Packers. In 1923, he added the title of head coach at Lawrence University. During his playing career with the Packers, he played in 49 games in five years, all at tackle. But he was also one of the best kickers and punters in the game. 
and he played on the defensive line along with his playing time on the offensive line. And according to Packers team historian Cliff Crystal, Buck also has the honor of receiving the first cheap shot in the Packers versus Bears rivalry. Playing in the first game between the two rivals in 1921, Buck took a punch thrown by Bears' John Tarzan Taylor. In 1926, Buck called it a Packers career. But he wasn't done with football yet. He would go on to become the very first head coach of the U, the Miami Hurricanes football team. The first team was an all-freshman team that went 8-0. But the first varsity season started in 1927, where Buck led the Hurricanes to a 3-6-1 record. In 1928, which would be his last season, he coached them to a 4-4-1 record. He left coaching after the season and moved to Illinois and opened a car dealership for the next phase in his life. But that didn't mean that he lost his love for football. According to John O'Donnell in one of his sports chats columns, his weekends were full of watching a high school game on Friday, college on Saturday, and pro games on Sundays. Cub Buck passed away on June 14, 1966, at the age of 73. He was inducted into the Wisconsin State Athletic Hall of Fame in 1956, the Packers Hall of Fame in 1977, the University of Wisconsin Athletic Department Hall of Fame in 1991, and was named as a member of the University of Wisconsin's all-time football team. Cub Buck has a fascinating football history that many others either don't know about or have forgotten over time. But it's important for us to remember our history and important people, places, and events in history. And when it comes to Cub Buck, we can't forget about the impact he had on the game of football, especially in the state of Wisconsin. So that's the story of Howard Cub Buck, a kid born and raised in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, played and excelled at the high school level, played and excelled at the college football level for the University of Wisconsin, played with some of the greats professionally, and has the distinction of being one of the very first great Packers of all time. Cub Buck is a legend that cannot be forgotten. That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Big thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, and a reminder Never miss an episode of the Man Cave Podcast by subscribing to the Man Cave Podcast. We're already on your favorite podcasting platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Stitcher. And don't forget to give us a solid rating too. That way other people can find the Man Cave Podcast. Until next time, I'm Dan Casper, and we'll see you in the Man Cave.